Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. because I have yet to broadcast with anybody in that neck of the woods. So already I'm excited just even for that because that means that we're expanding and we're just reaching um, women of God that he has all over the place. Um, If you, you know, when God gave me this phase, I got to give you a little introduction here. When God gave me this phase, um, the enemy tried to steal my husband's blank, but God, um, I looked at it, and I just kept saying, wow, because I wrote it down. When God gave it to me, I wrote it down, and I kind of walked off, and then when I came back, I was like, wow, this is, this is, wow, okay, okay, God. I see, I kind of see what you're doing here, but let me tell you something. You can never see what God is doing. That's just like your immediate glance, and that's what it said. And we came back with the enemy tried to steal my husband's finances. The enemy tried to steal my husband's purpose. The enemy tried to steal my husband's mind and integrity. I mean, immediately the lady started bringing them. And I I spoke to my sister, Renita Hoof, and 
when she told me what she wanted to talk about, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I started asking a couple of questions, and when she said it, I was like, oh, wait a minute now. Mm-mm. I got to get you on here immediately. And it really indicated to me the level where God was going. Because what God is doing now is he's exposing some stuff that we're not even thinking about. That, you know, we always think that whatever ladies, listen up, because you know as well as I know, we always believe that whatever we're going through is the worst thing in the world with our husband. Oh, I can't take this. I can't take that. He does this. He does that. He's been doing this for this long. I don't see any change. And what am I supposed to do now that he's doing this and that? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Renita had such uh, such a testimony. I, I didn't even know how to word it. I didn't even know how to word it. So I called her and I said, listen, I need you to listen to this, and I need you to tell me if this is right. And she she heard what I said, and then she said it. And I was like, well, wait a minute. That's changing the entire, it's changing the entire concept of what we've been talking about and what we're going to talk about tonight. It is, in my, it, I was, it just shifted everything. And when I put the phone down and I've got the, the, the little announcement together, I was blown away, and I said, God, you're bringing it so hard, you're bringing it so strong, that we even had to change the wording. Now, I don't even know if any of you who normally get the announcement caught that, but I'm just showing you, when I tell you God is is turning this up, and he's putting a fire under us, and he's letting us know that, you know what, you can continue to think that what you're going through, I can't deal with. You can continue to believe that what you're going through is something that is impossible for me. I'm going to let you see what's really out there, and I'm going to let you see what's really going on, and I'm going to let you see what's really out there that other women are facing, and then I'm going to let you see how I've dealt with that. So, yes, it might sound a little preachy tonight, but when you're on the end of a ministry like this, and I'm watching this world crumble in front of me because of people's ego, because of people's pride, because of people's fears, because of people losing their way, because of people's nasty and dirty flesh, because of people's nasty and dirty spirit, I see what God needs to do. And I promise you tonight, you're going to get a wonderful taste and view of how God is moving. So let me just say this early because I know I'm going to say it later. So you may hear this a few times. You ain't been through nothing if you ain't been through this, okay? So I'm going to get my sister on the phone. I know they were like, hurry up and get her, get her on the phone so you can shut up. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm heavy enough. I'm heavy enough. Um, but thank you for letting me talk. Thank you for letting me get that introduction out. Renita, are you on? Yes, ma'am, I am. Well, welcome. You get the three welcomes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you? I am blessed of the Lord, I tell you, and highly favored tonight. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 
Amen. I thank you so much um, for taking the time to be on with us tonight. You know, you have um, conjured up a very long introduction, my love. Um, yeah. Because I'm telling you, just blown, just blown away. So before we go any further, I always like to give our listeners um, an opportunity to um, be introduced to who we have with us tonight. So why don't you just tell everybody who Renita Hoof is? Well, everyone, hello. I am Renita Hoof. I am the mother of two children that I um, that I birthed, and I have I was uh, blessed to have two uh, additional children that I, that was that we really chose because with my husband, um, we he, he came with two children, two boys that I love just the same. I am an author. Um, I've written Broken Alabaster Box. I have at least two more books that I'm getting ready to uh, to write. Um, I am an evangelist missionary uh, from the Church of God in Christ, the grand old Church of God in Christ. Um, and I just, first off, I just love God, period. Without all that other stuff, I just need everyone to know that I just absolutely love the Father. So that's just who I am. I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm just a blessed woman of God. Amen, amen. So you got to give us the goodies. How long have you been married? All right. I have been married for 11 years. All right. I have been married for right. 11 years. Okay, and, um, wonderful. Yes. Yeah. And I love Continue. my husband. And, and yes, ma'am, I love my husband. And um, when you called me and we began to discuss uh, the topic, the enemy tried to steal my husband. Um, and then when you asked me what topic would I like to, would I like to speak on, the, I, I have to, I'm, because I am truly a voice for the voiceless. I want to, I want to let everyone, every woman know um, that when we, when you actually called me and you said, what, what, what subject? And I said, I have to talk about the enemy tried to steal my husband with drugs, but God. Oh, uh, I love, you know, a few weeks ago, I love it, I love it. Wait, before you go on, I want us to talk about, just just tap on, just tap on, just tap, don't give away too much, don't give away too much, tap on the butt God, tap on that one. See, see, this is the thing, we we can't, when when, when it's a butt God, there's a a pause sometimes. Sometimes you have to pause and take your breath and say, but God, I'm going to love you, God, through every situation, through every circumstance. I'm going to trust you in every situation. And see, that's the thing. But God, he comes and he, he, he redeems us. He picks us up. And that's the thing that we have to get into. We have to understand that our timing is not his timing. That's why we say the enemy tried to steal my husband, but God. He's a very present help in the time of trouble, but God. When I went through hell and high water, it was but God. It was it's always, but God was able to see me through no matter what the situation, no matter what was coming up against me, no matter how the enemy came in like a flood. It was always and will always be but God. But God. Didn't I tell y'all? Didn't I tell you? Didn't I but tell God. y'all we ah, we had a treat tonight? Just that little but piece God. right there is enough to kind of get my 
my, my blood boiling and my heart is already, I'm standing still and my heart is palpitating, okay? Now. Yes. Now, because see here, a couple of weeks ago, you know, like I said, when I got, when I got the, um, the blurb from God, when I got the statement from God, and I mm-hmm. looked at it mm-hmm. on paper, and I'm like, but God. And, and that part there, like you said, it, it, it's almost like you're, you're driving a car and then somebody puts the brakes on. And and, mm-hmm. and you just you know how sometimes you have to stop real short so your body gets thrown and that's the way uh-huh. I feel about but God same thing you said you got to put a pause because yeah. then you have to remember that there is a God because a lot of times Renita we go through so much in life the weight becomes so heavy the enemy is digging in so deeply that you forget that there is a God. Because it feels yeah. like you're standing alone in this world. Again, nobody's going through this but you. Nobody knows it like you. So, therefore, you're trying to, you know, hold on to it because you don't want to talk, because you don't know if you can talk. But, God, there's but always God. that little piece when he comes through and reminds you, uh-uh, here I am. Uh-uh, yes. don't forget me. Uh-uh, yes. I can take care of this. Uh-uh, yes. don't budge. Stand still and let me do what I need Stand to do. Still. So I tell you, this is this, this is what I think about also when I, I look at the statement and no matter what comes before the comma, but God, you always yeah. have to say, oh, wait a minute, he's in control. So, yeah. so let's and go see, back the thing a little bit. Well, Ooh, let me tell you, and the thing about it is, the but God doesn't come, it doesn't seem like it comes immediately, because you're Mm-mm. still going through the fire, you're still going through, you're, 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 you're still being made, you're still going, you're still travailing, you're still pushing, you're still praying, you're still having faith, but there's op- opposition that comes, but if we can just get that but God down in our spirit, if we can get that but, see, that but God will catapult us, it will change the whole entire trajectory of what we're going through if we could just settle in but God. I don't feel like it but God. I don't understand why my husband is doing the things that he's doing but God. That's where we have to get. It's, it's almost like a nevertheless. Nevertheless, but God. I'm going to trust you, God, when I can't trace you, but God. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna depend on you, God, when I'm, I'm depressed. But God, and see, that's what we have to get to. We got to get settled in our but God. My, 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 glory. That's what we have to get to. Oh, I'm just excited. I'm excited. I'm just getting, you know, this, this is what I, I am too. I'm I telling you. And the more you talk, the more I, I, my heart is racing because yes. It, yes. it is so, it is so important. I love it when you said. Get settled in the but God. Oh, I love yes, it. God. I love it yes, when you God. say get yes. settled in because, again, it goes back to just remembering that I don't have to do as much as I think I need to do. I don't have to say as much as I think mm. I need to say. I don't Glory. have to worry about this because there's a God. There is the there God, is. the almighty God who can handle and will take care of anything, and there's nothing too big, nothing too small, nothing too insignificant for him. So I mm. love it when you say, you know, you have to get settled in the bug yes. God because a lot yes. of times we don't, 
and and because we don't, no. we end up doing a whole lot of stuff. We end up worrying about a whole lot of stuff. And sometimes yeah. we mess things up. We mess things up yeah. because we don't get settled don't in the fuck up. We're going to come back to that because, see, yeah. I need yeah, them to yeah, hear yeah, your yeah. testimony. I need to hear how the enemy tried to steal your husband with the use of drugs but God. So give it to us. Let, I'm God. sitting down. I'm going to sip on my tea, and I'm just going to get comfortable. <laughs> See, see, the thing about it is I had to understand that when my husband was going through um, his, the drug addiction, I had, to under, I, had to, I had to, like I just said, said, I had to settle in. And what that means is, you know when you have a storm that's raging outside? When, you, when there's a storm, you get into the house and you get settled in. And you, you shut everything off, and you don't have any of the radios going, the TV going, and all of that buffoonery. You get settled and you hunker down for the storm that is raging. And so that's what that's exactly what I had to do when 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 I found out that he was using drugs. I had to I had to get settled into my faith. I had to know that you know what God, me and you, we're gonna ride this thing out. We're gonna ride this thing. I'm listen. I'm gonna ride it like like full flex. I'm not gonna give in. I'm not gonna give up. And what I had to understand, Sister Stephanie, was what God began to reveal to me that it was really some of it was really not even about my husband. He changed my focus from he changed my focus from my husband to him. And when he changed my focus from my husband to him, that's when I was able to settle in for the long ride. See, because we go through things, and we want God to we want God to fix it right then. We got this microwave mentality. We want it done like right now, God, because I know I can put something in the microwave and I can get it back out. I can I can see something instantly on Instagram or all of that buffoonery. But what God wants us to do, He wants us to go through the fire. He wants us to go through the go through the trials and the storms and to believe and trust in him. So when so when the, when I did find out that he was doing drugs, I settled in. And the reason why I settled in because the Bible says that a foolish woman plucks down her house, listen with her hands. That's what he says. He said, but a wise woman builds her house. So what I began to do was I began to build my house. I began to say, God, this is what you said. You said that if I, if, if, he said, you said if I trust you, you said that you will perfect your word. You will watch over your word. You said if I pray according to your will, God, and marriages are according to your will. So God, you said to try me and to and to test me. So I put into the test. Now watch this. It wasn't overnight. This was a, this was a three year. Listen to me. This was a three okay, wait, year. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm yes. sorry. Yeah, I, I got to hear the story a certain way. Yes, and everybody get mad because yes, I interrupted her and I didn't want to do it. However, I need you to go <laughs> back right. a little bit for me. I need you to go back a little bit for me, okay? Because uh-huh. you said a couple of key things, and I don't want to go too far. Yeah. Because I want okay. I, I, I want us to walk through this in a certain manner. Because see, the, these these listeners, these listeners uh-huh. need to understand a few things. And yes. if we don't put that pin and give them a few things that they gonna need, then then we gonna uh-huh. lose some of the stuff we need to get. So here's what we gonna do. You said uh-huh. when I found out, give us some of that. 
the, the onset. First of all, I'm asking, was he not a Christian man? Was he not a believer? And then he used, or was he a believer? And then he used. Help me understand that. Okay, so he was he was a believer. Mm. He was he always he he always believed in God and he always knew God. But watch this, he didn't always trust in God. Mm. He always okay. believed in God, and and I believe that he loved God, but he didn't trust in God. And the reason why you can I can say that he didn't trust God because he trusted the drugs. He trusted the opiates more than he trusted trusted God. But but you know what? Okay. It didn't matter because he had a wife that trusted God. Do you hear me? No, and and, and absolutely. And we're going to get to that because see, that's the yes. you yes. hit the nail on the head. That's why I said I need to get a couple of things out because see, that's one yes. of the things that we're missing as 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 believers. And of being Christian women, because a lot of times we forget that the Bible tells us that we cover our husbands. See, they forget yes. that. So that's why, see, you hit the nail on the head, which is why I took you back. Because, see, they need to understand where he was, because here's what happens. Sometimes we've married our husbands preemptively. Sometimes we didn't mm-hmm. wait for God to finish doing the job or to do the job more mm-hmm. thoroughly, and then we marry or get we get so connected and then we make the the decision to marry. And and sometimes what happens is when we make that decision, we look at it and now we're walking in the Lord and He's not doing so, and now we think that the game is over. But see, you just hit the nail on the head, which is why I took you back. Because see, they need to understand that regardless of where their husband is, as long as you are where you need to be, that is the game changer. So that's why I said I wanted to, oh, girl, you just walked right into what I wanted to talk about. So wait, 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 wait. Because that's what I want. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that to believe in (laughs) a woman. Okay. So we we have this man who is, you're going to church, you're married, you're going to church, everything is going uh-huh. on. And then you said, when I found out, how, was that like, I'm being nosy, was it like a long time this had been going on and you didn't know it or you you kind of got it when it started? What happened? Because I need to get, I need to find out. I need to find out. Well, we had been married you don't mind for seven sharing. years. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, and I won't, I won't go into too much detail. Let me tell no, you why. No, no, no. And I don't I want will, you to. But, but no, 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 no. Let me, let me because because the sequel to the, my first book is going to have a lot of a lot of really good details in it. But I'm going to. But because okay. someone is on this phone tonight. But listen here, mm-hmm. because someone is on this phone tonight that needs this. I'm going. I, That's I'm right. going to share as much as God tells me to share because thank that book you. Could never, thank hey, you. This is this is about God now. And so we were married right. for seven years, and I'm talking about the best seven years of my life. Do you wow. hear me? The best yes. seven years of my life. And um, and once I found out, um, it was very difficult to find out simply because my husband, has, he's a workaholic, so he always okay. worked. It was, he, he, was, he was always working. He was always providing. But he became, now watch this, he became distant. Okay. So when he became distant, I thought that it was another woman. But it, but watch, but let me tell you something. It was almost like another woman because it was a, a seductive mm. spirit. Hello, mm. somebody. It was. Mm. A, it was. And right. the title says the enemy tried to 
steal my husband. And that's what the enemy did. If that was a seduction that he tried to do with my husband, with the, because, because my husband would go up by himself and be with just him and the drugs. All wow. his free time he was spending with him and the drugs. He wow. fell in love with him and the drugs. So that's how he tried to steal my husband because of the seduction. But baby, 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 let me tell you one thing. Oh, all <laughs> I needed to know, all, but I'm going to tell you, because all I needed to know that God is able, it, that he is. Amen. And because he's done amen. it for me in the past, I knew that he would do amen. it for me now. Ah, <laughs> amen. He, because he had done it for some of my friends, and he says that he is no respecter of persons, so therefore if he's done it for them, I believe God that he would do it for me. Well, and when he began, but, but again, but again, uh, Sister Stephanie, the thing was, I had to, the, maybe the first, maybe the first few months, I, the first few months, I, I, I was focused on him. I had to shift that thing. That was a shift in the spirit. I had to shift that thing from being focused on him to being focused on God. Amen. And then when I mm. and then, for instance, if I found the drug, I wouldn't even say anything. I would say it to God. I would tell God about it. I wouldn't I wouldn't I would I would say I I I text him and say that I left your stuff on the side of the bed. I don't understand why you bring this mess to my house, but guess what? Or, or to our house, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't scream. I wouldn't holler. I went to God, and I screamed oh. and I hollered and I cried oh. out from the very pit of my belly, oh. and I would cry and I would just mourn and I would say, "But God, you said in your word, God, you said that you would, you are, you that you would never leave me, nor would you forsake me, God. You said that God, even though I'm going through the valley of the shadow of death, God." You said that you're working this thing out for my good, God. You said, God, if I just call on your name and ask in your son's name, God, that you were there. You said that you were Jehovah Shammah. God, you said it, and if you said it, you got to come with it. And that's what I believe, God. I I, I, got to stop you. I'm sorry. I got to put a pin. Oh, I got to put a pin. There are literal, literal tears coming out of my eyes right now. Because you just don't understand how many times I have gone over, take your compliments to your husband, take your complaints to the Lord. And what you said was, forget the nail on the head, forget the nail on the head. If a woman, ladies, are you listening if this God, woman Jesus. of God can say, this is what I found, and I did not take it to him, I took it to God. Because let me tell you what the average person does. When he comes home, she patting her foot at the door. Um, mm. You know us. You know us, Renita. She patting yeah, her wait till he gets home. She patting her foot at the door. She got his bags packed. She yelling, yeah. screaming to my, you're not going to do this, and you're not going to do that, and I'm not going to go through this, and I'm not going to go through that, and she's going to be throwing the stuff all around. And, oh, my God, when you said that I approached it with him this way and I went to God 
on this. I need you to tell them why. That's what I said. See, I'm going to stop you, and I don't want you to think that I'm not listening because, girl, when I tell you I'm paying attention, oh, no, no, no. I'm yes, paying ma'am. attention. You ain't going to get no better listener than Stephanie. But I'm, I'm, see, <laughs> yeah. because, see, you are here for a reason. You are here, not just here, but here tonight for a reason because you're intercepting some woman or women mm-hmm. yeah. out there who's going through what you're going through, just not in this vein. You understand what I'm saying? You are now yeah. telling them, listen, when you're going through these things, let me tell you how to handle this. Now, I want yeah. you to explain to them why you went that route and said, I'm only going to say this much to him and say that much to God or this much to God because I'm going to tell you something. It is so hard to explain to women, even women of God, why you just need to take everything to the Lord and just keep your mouth shut on the other side or limit what you're saying. Please explain why you went that way. Well, I can tell you. Um, it, it brings when you said keep your mouth shut. It brings back to me one of the old missionaries that used to train us. She would say, "Shut your last mouth and take it to the Lord." <laughs> she would tell us, "She tell us, shut your last mouth when your when your mouth wanna talk." She said, and you shut that one. It's another one that wants to talk behind that one. She said, "Shut your last mouth and take it to God." And wow. I I latched on to that. And, see, I was a fighter in the world, and, baby, I could use words that would cut you so deep. And, when, and, and, and the enemy would try, to, would try to use that and make me use that as my tool. But when I, when, when I began to realize that it really, truly, honestly, I had, to, I had to understand that this not only had to do with my husband, that this had to do with my children. It was my, my seed Amen. was watching how my seed was watching how I talked to my husband, how I treated oh. my husband. And my daughter was watch, watching how I would respond to my husband. So I had to respond in a way, and I was, and, and I was not going to give up. I believed God. Listen, and the reason why I responded that way is because if, if the, I had to respond to the way that the Bible said so that I could get what the Bible said that I could get. Mm. I had to respond. Oh. I had to respond to the. It, it, he gave God, the Lord gives specific instructions, and if I follow the instructions, the manual, then there should be a my, my. I should get a payback, or I should get um 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 uh, 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 a return. My reward should be my mm. reward should be that God should be glorified through my body. And see, when I said that I'm I'm presenting my body a living sacrifice, that means that I'm gonna go through. That means that I'm going to be tested. So when I present my body a living sacrifice unto him holy, that's when I realize that, that therefore if I do that, then he's gonna, there's a reward for me. And his rewards are yea and amen. Everything that he said that I can have, as long as I follow the protocol, then he's obligated to take care of his daughter. Amen. And everything, oh. that, that, everything concerning me is blessed. And I used to, let me tell you this right here. So when things would when 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 there was uh when when there was contention in the house, and I'm gonna tell you something, there were devils, there were spirits walking around my house. Like with you, you could be in the kitchen or in the living room, and then you could feel someone else in the room with you. And I began to um and when I would talk to my husband, I would begin to speak to the spirit that was in him, and I would tell him, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to that thing that's in you. 
and I would rebuke that thing, and I would plead the blood of Jesus in that thing. And then when I would do that, my husband, it would it would make my husband flee. But I would it always would make him, him flee. He would he would have to leave because the flee, flee. because yes. he, he would, yes he would he would leave the house or he would because because he was being tormented. But I never gave up. Let me tell you what I did, Sister Seven. I would get that blessed oil. I would put blessed oil all in the bed. On his steering wheel, I would put blessed oil on anything that he touched on his on his on his toothbrush because I said, God, let me tell you something. I need you so desperately. See, when we hunger and thirst after the, after righteousness, when we go through persecution, like Matthew five says, we gonna suffer persecution. But we look, we don't want to suffer persecution by the hand of our husband. That's right. our problem. And, right. and, and and it's a problem because understand that we will go through. We shouldn't have to suffer persecution by the hand of our husband. But if it be that this is what we go through, we still got to hold on to God. Amen. We still have to pass it this and hunker down through the storm. And I'm telling you, and when the Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen, I began to believe. I began to pray and pull the evidence down from heaven to be manifested on earth. I was listen. The the, the kingdom suffered violence. I would I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't care. I would toil with that thing all night long because I believed God. You got to have that in your spirit. You got to have. I I, I believe it. And see, when I realized that God is who is, who was, and who is still to come, and that's my God, that's my Savior, that's my, he and his sovereign. When I began to trust in the process, you got to trust in the process. But that's the thing. We have to wait. Sometimes we have to wait on the process. We have to go through. And in going through, in going through, I began to see the little things that the, my husband being transformed. And it took, like I said, three years. This was not an overnight process. But, but, but it brought me. It, 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 it made me see myself. It made me see the pride. Oh my God! All of my pride. It made me see um, 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 how self righteous I was. And how indignant I was, and how I was lifted up. And when when I when it came to the fact to where I was able to sit down and really see the salvation of God through my husband, that's when I began to become humble and really cry out to God and say, Lord, this is not about my husband. This is not about drugs. It is me, oh Lord. It is me standing in need of you. It is me. I am like filthy rags. I am a wretch undone. Lord, you need to help me to change. Help my, help my mind to be secure in you. Help me to be anchored in your word. Help me to forgive. And watch this, Sister Stephanie. When he began to do a thing in me, all the invoices that I had against my husband. Do you hear me? The invoices? I'm listening. The invoices that I had, uh, well, he didn't. He didn't. He made this amount of money, and he he threw that away on drugs, or or he didn't come back when he said he was supposed to come back, and he betrayed me, and he lied to me, and he he took this from me. When I began to throw those invoices away, because God said He'll do the repaying, 
When I began to say, I'm not holding this against you because you can't repay me no way. It is God that's going to do the repaying. Amen. And when I began to speak life into the situation, I would tell him in his lowest times, and when he was, because he was tormented and he wasn't, he didn't want to do that. When I began to to literally speak life into him, and I tell him, I love you regardless. I'm here with, I'm here for you regardless, because I know God is going to do a thing. I know God is going to work this thing out. I know that you're going to be saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. I already know that. The devil is a liar. He is a defeated foe. He's anger. He's a coward. He's a buster. When I began to say those things and to, and to speak those things that are not as though they were and speak the word over him, when he was asleep, I'd lay hands on him. Yeah. I wouldn't, you, can't, you, have to be, you have to be resilient in this walk. You have to, when the Bible says that you're more than conquerors, you've got to know to be a conqueror. You've got to be a warrior first. All right, so wait, 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 okay, you crossed over another bridge, I want to take you back over, you said you spoke to him in a certain manner, you didn't speak to what you were seeing, you spoke past, and I want you to stick a pin right there and just tell our ladies why and how and how you were able to see this man who was a slave to something else mm-hmm. and yet still speak to him as though you see you saw what God had in him because, see, that's the problem that we're going through. We can't see because, see, I ain't got to that invoice yet. I didn't miss that part. We, you know, we can't <laughs> see past. Um, what we're looking at. We can't see past what he's doing. We can't go mm-hmm. past what he's saying. You know, we're talking to him and we're bringing up something you did nine years ago. We're bringing up something you did nine months ago. Mm-hmm. We're bringing up something you did nine weeks ago. We're bringing up something that, and, and And we think that this is the stuff that's going to get the job done. And you need to help them understand how you got there and why you did what you did. My God. See, the thing about it is I had to realize and when I took my focus off of him and I put my focus on God, I had to realize that I was so self-righteous. I was so full of pride. I was so lifted up because I had never done drugs. I had never drank. I had never done this and I had never done that. And, 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 and oh, my God, I can't believe I'm in a relationship like this and again and, and I'm going through and, and all of this. So, so, I, so, so when God took my focus off of him, off of my husband, and put my focus on God, I began to see me. And when I began to see me, I, didn't, I stopped comparing myself against my husband and how, how lifted up I was, and I began to compare or, or look at God. And when I began to look at God, then I realized I was a wretch, a, a ratchet wretch. And when I, when I realized what I was, then I had to fall before him on my face and say, Lord, all sin, what sin, what, what, what sin is greater than the other? I'm, you know, I'm, right. I was reminded of the woman. Right. I literally, I was literally reminded of the woman that was caught in adultery. But when, when, when Jesus said, hey, if you don't cast the, if you, if you've never sinned, cast it. Just, just throw a stone at her. If you have never, and then, then when he began to show me myself. 
I began to become humble and walk in love. That's the thing. You have to walk in love, and you have to walk in, 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 in trust in God. I was putting all my trust in, in him. And so when he would fail me, then I would feel like God failed me. But God said, not so. If you will put your trust in me, I will never fail you. Amen. And as I went through the three-year process and the three-year journey, I became more closer to God than I ever was. That's why I could believe in it. It, it became almost like, all right, we're going through God. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's go. And you become, you just become so dependent on God. It's almost like a blood transfusion. His, his, his life begins to flow through your bloodstream because you realize that you are deficient without him. There is nothing, you, you are nothing without God. And, and, and his life was in, watch this, his life was in jeopardy and mine was too. Amen. My life, right. my, my, my spiritual life, my natural life, everything, my mind, look here, my mind was in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted to have one mind, I had to have that one mind stayed on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's where, and I had to start to speaking those things instead of instead of uh, saying nasty things to him, instead of trying to pull him down. And and I have to be honest, that was, it didn't it didn't for the three years. It wasn't always like I was just walking around glory, glory. But when I when I realized for the first few months that I was going nowhere with that thing. I said, no, Lord, we're going to have to do something different. Because if I keep doing the same thing, expecting the same results, I am insane. But if I change this thing up because I'm sticking and staying in your word, if, I, if I'm fasting and praying and believing God, you got to watch over it and perfect it. Because it's not going to return until you bankrupt. Mm. Oh, my goodness so I, gracious. And the invoices. Mm-mm. What what good did that do? I, I literally, I mean, I, Proverbs really began to speak speak life into me. It began to really speak. It, and, and, and then and then when the Bible says a sanctified wife sanctifies the husband, I said, I said, Lord, you said it. And if you said it, uh-uh, I believe it. And then, listen, Second Timothy talks about how we, how a silly woman is we're lured away by our own lust, our own desires, our own way of thinking, our own agendas. That's I did not want to be called a silly woman. I wanted my husband <laughs> to praise me in the gate. I wanted him to talk highly of me. Okay, but we don't and care. Again, we don't care. We don't care, Anita. We don't care as long as we're getting our point across, as long as we are looking good to us. As long, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter. You know, at, at, when you talk about being arrogant, when you talk about being puffed up, yeah. when you talk about being egotistical, people tend to think that that's just men. People don't, rem, people don't realize women have a way of being truly self-righteous, and they and have nasty, no yes. clue that they are doing this nasty thing. It is anything um, 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 to make him look bad. I've actually been in a company. We've been in like a, 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 like a gathering or a wedding or mm-hmm. something like that or like a family reunion or something like that, and, and you're standing next to your husband and he does something, and the scowling look, just the look 
that they would look, cut their eye over at him. And, and you could tell it is with such disgust that she even, that she's feeling, even when she looks at him. And I say to myself, do you realize what you're ultimately doing? Do you realize exactly. what you're speaking in the air without opening up your mouth, just your body language, just that, that rocking of the neck and sucking, or, or you, you, have you been around women who will say, um, she didn't made him mad, but now they're out together. He didn't made her mad, and they're out together. And he would ask her to do something. Or I've even seen women go get a plate of food, come sit down and eat, and he's sitting right there. And I'm like, oh, uh-uh. whoa, okay. Not, okay. God is but this not, God is not, God is not kind of stuff. No, but mm-hmm. this is the kind of stuff that we feel we're justified in doing because he spent too much money last week, because he came home late last week, because he did this last night, because he did that a month ago. Nobody's thinking about the things that you're saying. And I want, I want, I want to bring up something else to you that, that you said a couple of times, and I wanted to make sure, that, that because this is something that I, I constantly talk about, and this is a perfect opportunity for this to be expounded on. He's being tormented already. He's Hello. being tormented Hello, already. If this man is using drugs, it's a tormenting spirit to have to chase something, and you can't get a peace of mind, and 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 a person, and your body is getting ill, or you're trying to get there before your body's getting ill, or when you wake up in the morning, that's the first thing you think of. When that last thing, when you go uh-huh. to bed at night, that's what you're thinking about. During the daytime, that's what you think about. You can't work without it. You can't think without it. You can't be with your family without it. You got to constantly run off and go do what you need to do and come back. And a lot of times, you ain't got a reason why you didn't have to do. Just walk off and, and, and nobody could find you and you coming back and you left her with the explanation as to where you might be and all of this kind of stuff. They don't, uh, women are not thinking about the fact that he's already tormented. He's tormented already. It's the same thing with women who have a husband who can't get a job. He's tormented. He's tormented. He's tormented. I can't do for my family. I can't do for my wife. Mm-hmm. She's always doing. These things are tormented. It's not just a drug use. It's not just a man without a job. Men and women, but we're talking about your husbands, men are going through things that are tormenting them already. And instead of us laying off, instead of us easing the burden, instead of us being prayerful, we're there adding the nasty, to the nasty spirit that they're already dealing with because he can't get away from either spirit, and I'll tell you why. He can't get away from the spirit because he's already dealing with it and he's walking around no matter, no matter where he goes, he's got that, but then you calling him, you texting him, you calling mm-hmm. him, you texting him, you coming home, that's the first thing he meets, you calling, you texting, you calling everybody else, telling everybody else what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So no matter where he goes, he can't walk on that floor and know that whatever he's gone through is just between you, him, and possibly the family the immediate family, now he's embarrassed because now he's looking around how many people already know. Then when you're cutting your eye at him and rolling your teeth and suck, uh, sucking your teeth and rolling your eyes, all of this stuff goes on, and nobody's thinking about any of this stuff. And I need you to help them understand that it's already he's already tormented. He's already tormented. It is not up to us to add to that. Listen, please, give See, it to and them. The, thing, the enemy... What the enemy wants to do, he wants to already drive. And once I realized that by the things that I was saying was giving an excuse for the enemy to try to drive him. 
So what I began to do was 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 and this is this is this this was this blessed me. So what I began to do was to draw him instead of drive him. Ah. I began to draw him. And so with my words, because at first when I was saying things, it would drive him, it would give an excuse for the behavior. Right. But then right. I began to I began to draw him because the Bible says that if he is lifted up, if God is lifted up from the earth, then he will do the drawing. So I began to draw him by the kind words, by the still mm. fixing the place, by the still, babe, mm. what, how's your day? Babe, I love you. It does not matter. Babe, I'm here for you. You you are a wonderful man of God. You're going through this right now, and this is, this is only for a season. You don't need to give up. You need to keep on believing. You need to keep on praying, and, you, and we're going to trust God together. So when I when I when I began to really put my faith into into work, because I'm telling you, when James said faith without works is dead, he he wasn't playing. Faith without works it was dead if I didn't put my faith to work. And 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 when I put my faith in action, that's when the Lord rose up off his throne. See, that was it. it and and for me, it wasn't an immediate, but God, but I knew that it was coming. That's why I settled in. And I just believe God. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, because if 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 I don't believe who God is, then I can't even please Him. If I don't believe for what He said He'll do, how do I please God? How do I get Amen. the benefits from the kingdom of God if I don't walk in in the kingdom upright? See, I'm a kingdom citizen because I do the things in the kingdom. I do the things according to the kingdom. Faith, king, look, look, this this is what I do know. Faith gives me access in the kingdom. Faith gives me access to my husband being delivered, to my husband being set free, to my husband being a man of God, to my husband being, because once I realized that the enemy was trying to make me watch this fear, and the fear was, was paralyzing my faith. And when the fear paralyzed my faith, then I was no good to, to my husband. When the fear paralyzed my faith, I was no good to cover my children from the spirit. So I had to continue. I had to say, look, look here. I got to put my faith to work. I got to believe and trust God. I had to, I had to have a, I had to, I had to really understand who God was. And how if he says he's Jehovah Nisi, then he is fighting. He is my banner. He is my hope. He is my refuge. I can go to him in a time of trouble. I am. He is who he say he is. He is not short concerning his promises. That all things work is for my good. That he is making all my crooked places straight. And then he is a rewarder of them that diligently. I was, I was, tra- I'm telling you, I was, I was trying to trace and read him when I couldn't, when I couldn't track him. I was looking for him in the dark. I was looking for him in the light. It didn't matter. I was looking for God. And who can look for God and he don't show up? Huh? Well, amen. 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 <laughs> look amen. for him and he's not there. Amen. He Amen. said that he's Jehovah Shammah. When you when trouble reaches you or you reach trouble, he's already on the scene. That's right. That's right. My aunt and, used to and, always and, and, say he didn't turn the page already. He on somebody else's issue. He didn't turn. He didn't handle your issue and turned the page and moved on already. You still trying to get there? 
You got that, that right. That was a revelation that God gave me. The revelation is that he wrote, he was in Genesis and, and he's in Revelations at the same time. When God, when he says that he's omniscient, that he knows all things, don't nothing sneak up on God. This situation never snuck up on God. And because That's I'm right. called, and because I'm predestined, and because he justified me when he called me, I, I had to believe that he was going to work that thing out for my good. And this is the thing. When we go through, we don't believe that it's, uh, he's working it out sometimes. But I can tell right. you through this pain, he burst the book called Broken Alabaster Box. And he, he allowed me to put everything in writing for some other woman that, that, that feels like she, she's going to give up, feels like she's worthless, feels like she's hopeless when there's depression and there's suicidal thoughts. God allowed me to write this. And when I wrote it, I said, God, I, it was worth every moment, every pain, every tear for me to help someone else. For me to be on this phone tonight for an hour talking to you, Sister Stephanie, it was worth every moment of it. Amen, amen, amen. I want you to, I want you to, I want you to touch on something. I want you to touch on something. I want right. you to discuss the down times you had, the rough times before you mm. got to the settling in, before you got to this point where you just prayed um, without ceasing. Um, because somebody's where you were. Somebody's where you were. Oh, Discuss yeah. that and how you moved from the failure of doing it one way indicated that you needed to do it God's way. When I started to do it God's way, that's when the turmoil really, really came. That's when all hell broke. It didn't get better. Because I decided to believe it got worse. It didn't get better because I hunkered down for the storm and I and I got settled in. It got worse. Uh. It was it, it was it was it was it it became more awful than anything, and I would cry out more and more and more unto God when it was at in my settlement. Because watch this, I could take care of it when I wasn't when I wasn't settled. I, I had relief, you know, when 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 I wasn't settled, I could go off. But when I became settled, I had to shut my mouth, and so I had to. And, and so I did more crying and more travailing and more. Oh my God, God, where are you in the in that season? See, it's always darkest before it's day. Always. It's always you do the most weeping right before it's, it's time to, before there's a shift, mm. and that mm. and that's how it was. It wasn't it wasn't I settled in and it was always no 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 no. That's when it got got to its worst is when I settled in. But I had to settle in just a little bit deeper. I had to settle in and I had to speak. I had to speak and I had to believe and I had to not only anoint him but anoint myself. And I'm gonna tell you this right here. I, I had I never quit going to church, even when I mm-hmm. didn't want to go, and even when I couldn't when I couldn't go, I went. Even when I did not want to go, and my body was saying, "How can you go another step?" I had I I continued to go. I never changed my regimen. I went to church. I prayed. I fast. I went to work. I could not let the devil defeat me. I could not not again. 
no. I had to do something different. And I cried all the time. I would be at church and I would yell out like somebody was stabbing me. I would because cry you were being stabbed. in agony. Oh, yeah. Mm. I would cry out in agony. But I just had to continue to believe and trust God. And I did, and God brought, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. Exactly. And he didn't do it because, now watch, this is what I, this is what I want you to know. He didn't do it because of, because of my goodness. He did it because of his grace. He didn't do it because I was such a perfect wife. He did it because of his grace and that I did everything. He knew that I was trying. And when I failed, he still picked me up, dusted me off, and loved me through it. And therefore, when he did that, then I could love my husband through it. Mm, mm, mm. And that's what that that that's why I'm 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 steady birthing, I'm birthing, I'm birthing books, I'm birthing, I'm I'm birthing ministries, and I'm birthing uh, 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 sermons, and I'm what it's just coming out of me like 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 water, simply because 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 when you go through. And he's there. You got to tell. You want to tell somebody. You want to tell. Right. You want to right. speak from the top of the mountain and tell somebody that you can right. go through it. You can make it. Don't give up. Do not give mm-hmm. in. Don't allow the enemy to steal your husband. No matter what it is, if it, if it's drugs, if it's finances, if it's another woman, don't. If you believe God and you believe that that's your husband, do not give up. You stand strong in the word. Mm-hmm. And that what is what is too hard for him? There is nothing right. too hard for him. Nothing. I want I want I want to oh. ask another question. Mm. I want to ask another question because see you're you're touching on. Um, I, I'm sure somebody's being healed right now through the voice mm. of the Lord because your words are not your words. Your words are the Lord's words, and I'm sure because I'm telling you personally. I'm being healed mm-hmm. as you're speaking. As you're my speaking, God. my head is racing, my heart is racing, all the kind of things, all the things that, that have gone on. I'm applying what I did, what I didn't do, how I did, how I didn't do, what I did, when I did. It, it's all. And you're not going to tell me that all of these things are not happening to others who are listening. And remember, oh we, are, we are broadcasting tonight, but this broadcast gets played the other day, I just looked and saw before I got on with you tonight, I just looked the other day and I saw a surge. There's a surge in the listenership. So God is reaching. Mm. God is reaching. Mm. God is reaching many, 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 many. So I wanted to ask you some other questions. Here's one of the things that I thought about when you were talking. You said that when, because, see, I always tell people, you think the enemy is not angry when you start settling in with the way God Mm -hmm. wants you to do things. Oh, no, no. He's real mad now, and his thing is, oh, Oh, I can break you. I can break you, okay? So here's what I want to know. How did your husband respond behind your behavior, your adjusted behavior? When you decided to settle in and the enemy is starting to go rampant, and I'm not asking you for the details of what the enemy did, um, but I'm asking, what? How did your husband respond? He was he um, he didn't really know how to respond because because he knew what he deserved, 
and when he didn't get what he necessarily deserved a reaction out of me, he didn't know how to respond. I could look in his eyes and tell how much he loved me, but tell, but also see how entrapped he was. He could. I, I, he he was he was he was just defeated, and 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 when you're defeated and you come home, you should be you should be able to come home to security and to comfort and to oh. love. And, and, oh. and, and so 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 I would I would say nothing. I would go through the house just like nothing was happening. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even give the devil an opportunity. I would even give him give him the right to think that he done stirred me up. Now I would go behind closed doors and, like I said, cry out to God. But I wouldn't give I wouldn't let him even know that what he had done. Because remember, it, it was the enemy. It was never my husband. It was always the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so and so, and I knew that he was sick with this, with the disease, which was a disease on the inside of him. He was he was he was just going through torment. And so he, he, you know, he just didn't know how to act. He didn't, he didn't know. He just didn't know what to, what to act, how to act, or how or what to expect. And you know, something. Sometimes he thought he was being slick. You know, the, the enemy thought he was being slick. Like I didn't know what was going on. I just acted just like I did. And I said, God, you see, God, you know, you see. And it and, and and I just I, I and 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 I would just cry out. Oh my God! I would cry out like like I like I was wounded, like a wounded animal. I was just devastated. It was it was it was so. And then it had got to the point to where my children watched this. My children would have to lay hands on me. Oh, would have to anoint me and lay hands on me. They would have to. They would have to speak. My children had 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 no choice but to be filled because at one point they had to, they had to be my rock, and no child should have to go through that. But they did. Right. Amen. And 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 and, and but, but 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 God knew what He was doing. He knew exactly what He was doing. My alabaster box was broken and my oil was all seeping out. But God knew. He knew exactly. He knew my value. He knew, he knew my worth. And he was, as, as, as all of my value felt like it was seeping out, he was set upon in that anointing. He was set upon in that resilience, that self-worth. He was that, that strength and that power. He was steady giving that to me. And, 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 and when, I didn't even, when I really didn't even realize he was carrying me when I could not carry myself. And, and, and I, David said, I mean, this is real. This is real talk. David said, I will bless the Lord. At all times. He did not say I would bless the Lord some of the time. He didn't say I would bless the Lord when I feel like it. He didn't say I would bless the Lord when things are going good. He said I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise, I will continually to praise him. I will continuously praise him when I don't feel like it. I won't be I won't be moved by my feelings or by my emotion, but I will bless him and his praises will always be in my mouth. It will be it will regurgitate. It will come up even when anger wants to come up. I will praise him in spite of. And that you have to grow to that. That you have to you have to um you, you, you have to have a palate for that. That doesn't happen overnight. You have to thirst and hunger. You have to know that that, that comes from having a relationship with God. You can't have an affair with God and think you're going to be able to get through all this. <laughs> you have to have a relationship oh, with God. Oh, goodness. No uh, here's here's what I want you to touch God. on. With, now that you're right there, now that you're right there, yeah. see, here's the thing, here's the thing. I, 
I under, I understand you clearly. When you say, okay, you know what, this behavior, this new attitude, this uh, new practice, this new commitment, this relationship, these things, they don't come overnight. They don't come overnight. And mm-hmm. we know it takes time. However, here's the problem, and here's what I want you to now discuss. I need you to remind that we can't take all day with this because, see, the time is getting very short. And now the longer it takes us to get ourselves together, the enemy is doing much damage. So oh, we yeah. don't, oh, you know, we say, well, I'm only human, and, you know, I've been doing this for 18 years, and how am I just supposed to stop doing this? That's all I know. See, that's what the enemy is relying on. He's relying mm. on that's all you know. He knows that you're being taught. He knows that you're standing and, and, and positioning, positioning yourself in a new arena where you're going to hear the word of God, where somebody is going to be witnessing to you and somebody's going to be mentoring you and somebody's going to be uh, working on you and encouraging you and supporting you. He knows that. But he's relying. He's relying on the fact that you figure, well, I'm 33 now and I've been doing this for all. How do you expect for me to change all this time? And you're in a situation where your husband is dying, but you're too busy worrying about how long you've been at this and how hard it is for you to change and how you need to worry about you and how this is going on and how that's going on. All in the meantime, your husband is dying, and I need to be concentrating on me right now. And what about me? And I need to worry about what's, how, how I make it. And I've been going through all of this stuff, and I lost my job too. And my money is not the way my money used to be. Uh, so, but why do I have to worry about the way his money is? Or why do I have to worry about him more? My Please God. explain to them how how the enemy relies on this. Because, see, here's the thing. We're on this broadcast talking about the enemy tried to steal my husband's, but a lot of times we don't realize we've allowed the enemy access to us. And that's why the enemy is stealing your husband's. See, we don't realize that if we were to do more covering, teach your children Mm. how to cover, that when the time comes, that no, you're absolutely right, um, um, Renita, they should not have to go through that. But guess what? Again, God is not surprised, and God prepares us for everything. So therefore, if your children had to stand in the gap and lay hands on you and support you and lift you up and encourage you and pray for you and pray over you, that God had already prepared them, but that was because you had already prepared them. And when the time came, they could step in. But see, we too busy. We we too busy doing all other things. We too busy worrying about other things. We ain't got time to prepare our children properly. Mm-mm. See, now you didn't got me started and I got a headache right now because I'm thinking about all the things that are going on yeah. and our husbands are My becoming God. Victims, our husbands are being eaten alive because we are too busy standing in that one square box of what we are going through and what we have been worrying about and what we are accustomed to doing that we can't help them. So, yes, we know that it takes some time to get there. But for those that are decided to have decided to settle in that arena and sit down a little too long on that side, please help them out and let them know you can't sit and just get comfortable, pick up and sip some tea while the enemy is having a ball with your husband. Absolutely not. You cannot you cannot sit back while the enemy is running roughshod because because when 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 the Bible tells us that we're help me 
We are helpmates to our husband. We are. But see, this is the thing. We want to be there when we when when it's good times. What about when there's bad times? What about when there's we we when when we're sickness and health through good times and bad times? Listen, that's what God wants us to do. We have to play. We have to because. If we're here to help him, if we're bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh, therefore when he hurts, we hurt. We can't separate ourselves. We become one in unison, one in him, and one he's one in us. So how do we separate ourselves? Because it's convenient. Because we don't want to go through. Because we're tired of praying. You don't get you don't get tired of praying. You don't get tired of, of, of interceding for your husband. And when, and if there is a time that God says there's a time, he will let you know that there is a time. But let me tell you something. But you do it when God says it is, if God ever says that. But I'm, I'm, here, to, I'm here to declare. I, I had to declare and decree over him and over me. And I had to be, and I had to be steadfast unmovable, abounding in the work of the Lord. I could not. I could not. And when it got to the point to where it wasn't even about me letting my husband down, I had got to the point that I wouldn't let God down. Mm-hmm. I didn't want God to be let down. I wanted to continue to make sure that God was pleased. And when he wasn't pleased, I was broken even the more saying, God, please forgive me. Forgive me for how I responded. Forgive me for what I did. Forgive me for not trusting you today. Forgive me. Because it wasn't about, it was not about him. And when I began to become become more mature in this thing, and and God took me from milk to meat in this thing, that's why I can tell women all over the world, I can tell, I can tell my girlfriends, you can go through this. You can go, but my, but, but other people know, who cares that other people know? Other people going through hell themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't maybe look at, don't look at what somebody hell. else. Would, that's right. Yes. Don't look at what you think somebody, because that's a distraction. The enemy wants you to be distracted. You can't be distracted in this thing. You got to pull down every imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring that into captivity. And every thought, listen, watch this, every thought into the obedience of Christ. Yo, I had to get my mind and bring my my thoughts. Now, I was the one that wasn't on drugs, but I had to bring my thoughts into the (laughs) obedience of Christ. become subject and and, and submissive to the word of God. And there was some dying I had to do. And when you die, it does not feel good. That does not feel good. When that flesh starts and that that lust and that and that and all of the things of the world starts starts to decay, yeah, that doesn't feel good. Yeah, because the devil wants you to run to that comfort place. Mm -hmm. He wants you to run to that, that security. But uh-uh, God says, I am I am the refuge. I am your fortress. Yeah, I'm a very present help. Yeah. He, 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 he knows he's somebody. And, 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 and we have seven, to remember he's somebody. Mm-hmm. And when we, when I realized, this is how I began to speak to him, to the enemy. 
when I realized that I had to, I had to understand that in Ephesians six and twelve, on a for real, for real, when God said, "For we wrestle not," this is not you not even wrestling and contending with your husband. That's right. He said That's that you right. wrestling against principalities. I'm talking about mm-hmm. this. A principality is not a little demon. It's not a little. Right. A, it's not a little. Uh, you wrestling with principalities. That's right. Power. That's right. Oh right. my God! And, and the rule of no, darkness. Right. I mean, of darkness. Oh, when you when when, right. when when you're wrestling with that, you need to know that you have a savior that will fight the Lord right. of hope, the Lord of anger. Right. That He will come to your rescue. And that the well, see, that's why He tells us that. Well, and that's why oh, yeah. He tells. That. That's why he lets us know. It's funny you stepped, you, you stepped into that because I had that written down, that we have to remember that we're not fighting. You're looking at your husband. You're yelling mm-hmm. at your husband. You're battling with your husband, but in actuality you're not. You're battling with, with powers and principalities that we cannot see. And you have to remember if, if, if the word tells us that the enemy is the prince of this world, see, God had mm-hmm. to let us know these things because that's why we need to tune into the fact that we do need Jesus. We need to tune yes, into sir. the fact that we do need God. See, God says, let me let you know who you're dealing with. Let me let mm. you know what you're working with. And I'm going to tell you something, ladies, and I'm going to share something with you, Renita, that I don't think I ever told anybody. But now that we're here, I will, give, I will let you know something. Let me tell you, one time we were, we were riding in the car, mm-hmm. and this was quite some time ago, and we were talking, and... He said something to me. He said something to me. And I said to him, I said, you know what? I said, you better remember that the enemy is, you know, waiting for you or something or another. He said, you give too much, y'all give too much um, credit to the enemy. Mm. The enemy ain't nothing. And when I tell you that my breath, left my mm. body because there were some other things he said but i can't think of it but he was saying something in the essence of you know well I, the enemy ain't nothing and i can go against the enemy and let me tell you something not that long that's why i say you have to be careful not only what you say but ladies i'm, I'm telling you from my angle i'm telling you from my angle um and this is why i'm sharing the story with you because we're talking about us and how we handle our husbands and how the enemy tries to take our husbands sometimes god will allow things to happen i'm going to tell you what happened not that long after that was said and when and when he got out of the car i said you know what i said I, you know, I held his hand and I prayed with him, and then he walked off, and I prayed, and I, I kept praying, kept praying. And before I turned around, it was a matter mm-hmm. of about a week or two. Something jumped off. Something when mm-hmm. I tell you out of nowhere, I mean, mm. out of nowhere, it jumped off. And his mother and another friend, it was like, oh, this is so unlike him. We don't understand where did that come from. And, 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 and why would he do something like that? Because he's never done anything like this before. Blah, 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 blah. And I never forget, I was sitting in the house and the Spirit of the Lord said, remember the challenge. Oh, see, this is what we have to remember. The, the Lord said, remember the challenge. And when he said the My challenge, God. I knew exactly what was being said. And here's what was, here was the challenge. When, the, when he spoke and said, 
Y'all give too much credit to the enemy. I don't need, you know, I, 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 the enemy don't mean nothing to me. I can fight off the enemy. That was the challenge that was My given God. to the enemy. And here's the problem. What God did, because God showed it to me, God stepped back and said, I'm going to let two things happen here. Number one, I'm going to show you from the enemy's side, A, that you just challenged the enemy. You made the enemy real mad, and the enemy said, oh, okay, yeah, you think you can beat me? I'm going to show you how you are not going to be able to beat me. And the Lord said, here's the other side of that. I step back and let him do it. Because, see, you didn't Mm. say that I had the Lord by my side. Yeah. I'm taking the yeah. Lord with me. I don't worry about the enemy because I got the Lord by my side. I'm fighting with the Lord. You gave no credit, no acknowledgement to the Lord. So the Lord said, you don't think you need me? Fine. I'm going to let him have you. And I'm going to show you who's the boss. And mm. I can bring this under control whenever I want to. But I'm going to tell you something. Ladies, you don't know what's going on. See, that just happened to be said in front of me. He could have had that conversation with anybody. He could have oh, had yeah. that conversation with anybody. And I wouldn't have known any different because he wouldn't have had to tell mm. me necessarily, well, Steph, this is what I said. And I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have had the ability to pray because here's what God said to me. You did the right thing. I don't want you to believe that you prayed and it didn't work. Your, pray, your prayer lessened the blow. It was it it could have been worse. But because mm. you came to me on the matter I had to let it go through. But because of you there was a cushion there. And this is why I say Jesus. ladies, you've got to be on point all the time. Because as soon as it came out when I tell you, Renee, I got such a chill in my body. Mm. I was like, Whoa and I said, Do you realize what you just said? And he said yeah, I know what I said, and he repeated it. And I said to him, I oh, said, you Lord. know what? So immediately, I just said, you know what? I pulled over. I pulled over. I prayed. But like I said, when he got out of the car, I prayed, and I just continued. Continue. See, I knew. Again, see, we go back to what we talked about earlier, Renita, when we said he mm-hmm. didn't realize, but I did. He didn't realize, but God put the realization in me. God gave me the understanding. See, they're going to be walking around sometimes having no understanding, no knowledge. I, 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 told, uh, I told the listeners, uh, I think last week or the week before, a message that God gave me says, to begin this process, I'm giving you the strength to give to him. I'm giving you the knowledge to impart yes. into him. But in due time, in due season, things will shift, and he will take the lead the way I originally designed it to be. See, we that's the problem that we, we, we're not understanding. We're not understanding that right now, right now, things are the way they are. But if you do what God does, if you take and let God order your steps and you focus on the Lord and you let the yes. Lord have you, because, see, I keep t- you can't control what he does. You can't control what he says or anything. You don't know. Sometimes, it, like, again, they take us off. They take us off. When he said that, I had no idea that he even thought that way, much mm. less that he would ever say it. I had no idea. My God. But, again, God had prepared me, and that's what you were saying earlier, that your husband didn't. But you did, and that's what we're not oh, yeah. thinking on. That's not we're not focusing on. We're so busy looking at them. We're letting them take us down. We're letting the enemy ultimately take us down. 
then we're not thinking about standing firm and fighting because you're not only fighting for you, you're fighting for him, possibly your children, you're fighting for oh, yeah. his walk, you're fighting for your walk. You, this is this is really big. So when we talk about we're not fighting against flesh and blood, we're fighting against powers and principalities, you, you really don't understand. God is saying, I'm letting you in on that. Because I need to let you know what you're up against. But there is nothing yeah. greater than me. Because, see, I can control nothing. the very thing that is the prince of this world. I control him yes, too, by the way. So, see, if when you forget that and we fall apart and we, don't, and, and we let things go on. See, a lot of times, Renita, we don't realize we let things go on. We don't realize mm-hmm, that we mm-hmm. have opened up the door and we have opened it wide and ushered the enemy in to the situation, ushered the enemy and gave him pure access because there's no covering. We don't cover mm. our husband. We don't take the mm. time. We don't think it's important. We're too busy focused on something else. There is nothing, there is nothing better, there is nothing more powerful than for you to grab the Lord every moment of the day covering yeah. your husband and yeah. just like you, you have said the same thing almost every woman on this broadcast has said since december of 2016 at night you're praying over him you're laying your hands on him you're covering yeah. him with oil he doesn't know he doesn't have to know we don't have to tell him see this is these are the things the enemy is not prepared for every time god tells us to move so you have to be uh in tune to the lord so that when he tells you to move, I have been in the middle of the day and the Lord says, go pray for him. I don't stop and say, well, I wonder what he's doing or he better not be doing such and such a thing. Or Lord, I hope No, just go. And if you don't have the words, the spirit of the Lord will deliver them because that's what the Bible tells us in the first place. That we don't know the words, but the Lord, the spirit of the Lord would give us the words that would say yeah. We don't have yeah. to understand, but we're so busy Mm-mm. already trying to figure it out. We didn't went into anger mode. We're making a phone call about what you're doing. Are you sure you're not mm. doing this or where you at or who you with? The Lord didn't say call him. The Lord said go pray. Come on now. That's what That's we right. need to be doing. We need to, when God says move, I tell him all the time. When God says move, I don't look to the left, to the right, to the front, to the back, up or down. I just move. I, cause there, yeah. I, I understand that there is a, mo- a moment, a simple, a moment is quicker than a second. A moment, a moment is very costly. Mm. If this, I have, I've been in here sometimes, I've, or I've walked the street, and the Spirit of the Lord said, talk to me about him. Talk to mm. me about him. Just, just like that. And I always like to, I always have my little tagline. I said, I was minding my business. That's my little tagline, Renita. I was minding my little business, doing what I'm doing. You know, I've been in a store. I've been in a store. Let me, I got to tell you this. And then I got a question for you. But I'm going to tell you. Because I want want them (laughs) to understand that the Lord will deal with you accordingly. I'll never forget, I came out of surgery, my very first surgery um, back in 2009. Mm -hmm. And I was in the store. I was in the store, and I had a taste for some, an apple pie. I had a taste for an Intamin's apple pie, girl. Oh, I was dying for this apple pie. So I took my little sad little self. I walked so slowly up to the supermarket, and I'm standing in there. And every time I went to put my hand on something, it wasn't an apple pie. Mm -hmm. 
But mm. I was I said, Oh, oh well he oh this not oh that's so and so. He would like this though. And this went on for about twenty five minutes. I'm walking around in circles. Walk because I can get very indecisive. Oh, they tell you don't mm-hmm. give me a menu. That'll only confuse me, Renita. So I'm here and I'm going <laughs> on twenty five minutes or so. And finally I just kinda stepped back and I, it was a pillar standing right you know, right beside me. And I leaned and I mm-hmm. said, Well, I'm in here looking for apple pie. Why am I always thinking about him? Why everything I say, oh, but he'd like it. I said, why do I love him so much? Because at that time, mm. child, he was getting on my nerves. I ain't going to tell you no lie. Oh, he was getting on my drive me crazy. And I said, well, why? why? Why everything is about him? Why everything? And I wasn't even talking out loud. I wasn't even talking about, I wasn't even talking about, the initial thought was just in my head. I wasn't talking out loud, and I'm just like, well, everything I think about is him, 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 him. And then came out my mouth. I said, why do I even love him so much? And I was not talking to the Lord. Now, I talk to the Lord all the time. But this was one time it just came out. I was not talking to the Lord. I was not directing my question to him. It just came out my mouth. And do you know what I heard? The Lord Mm. said, because I want you to love him like that. I need you to love him. I need you to love him unconditionally. I need to, for you to give him unconditional love because that's the kind of love that I have for him. And the only way he's going to know the kind of love that I have for him is if you show it to him. Now, somebody you might be saying, well, he just you. said a whole lot. He said, yes, that's exactly. Now, I'm telling you, that happened back in March, April of 2009. I remember those exact words. It never That's shifted. Some good stuff. That's some good stuff. He said, I want good. you Ooh. to love him. I need you to love him like that because that's the kind of love I have for him. I need you to give him unconditional love because that's the kind of love that I have for him. And the only way he's going to know the kind of love that I have for him is if you show it to him. That's, we miss the mark. Oh we miss the mark. We miss them all. And I want to tie that in to what you've been saying, that all the time when you could have said A, you said nothing. When you, should have, when you could have said B, you only said C. When you could have gone off, you let the Lord take your last tongue. That is so I, I need because, see, here's what you're saying. Here's what, you have to be connected to God for yours. You have to be connected yeah. to God for yours. This is why you can't listen to how Mama did hers and how Mary did hers no. and how your sister did hers because this is your journey with yours. So please yeah. expound on that. we got a couple of minutes before this prayer. Please give me that for a couple of minutes. Um, and and the, what you said was so powerful when you said that um, that God wanted to show his unfailing love to your husband through you. And that is exactly, that is like, oh, my gosh, that is mountain moving. And, 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 and that's what, how God was. Because, because when your husband is confused and, he is, and he's going through, he can't hear, he can't listen. There, he, he, don't, he doesn't hear the voice of God. He doesn't have to see the hand of God move. But the way that he sees it or the way that he feels God is through us. 
Mm-hmm. It's absolutely through us. Mm-hmm. So if we bring, if we bring, uh, if we bring yelling and and we and we berate and we and we tear down, then where does what? How does he know God? How does he? How does he know that God is uh, forgiving and loving if you if you are the example of God? Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. God's representative and you're representing God and you acting like the devil or acting like your husband, then he doesn't see he doesn't see God through you. So that's where God wants us to be. He wants us to be right in His hand, so we can show our husbands that this is this is what the love of Christ feels like. This is what the love of Christ looks like. It looks like forgiving. It looks like hope. It looks like joy. It looks like strength. It looks like power. This is what it. It looks like I'm going to follow peace with all men and holiness. I got to be holy to follow to 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 to, to, to love you and to and, and to be the conduit. Listen, to be the communication piece from God through me to you, and that's what God wants us to be. We can't represent Him and we acting all kind of way and we we showing we showing out and 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 we're begrudging and and we have an attitude and we're nasty and we're prideful and self righteous. We can't show the love of God that way. But how we show the love of God is because we love in spite of. There's the unconditional love that only God can give us. And this is a thing. Let me tell you something. And let me say this really real quickly. This is a thing. When we don't have grace for our husbands and for others, then what about the grace that God gives us? Amen. Amen. And, 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 and see, that's the thing. Because of our grace and mercy that God gives us every morning, then we should be willing to give somebody else grace. We should be willing to afford someone else mercy, especially those that love us, especially those that we come into covenant with. Mm-hmm. Ah, my goodness. Now, you know what's funny? I, 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 I talk quite often to the ladies. And one one of them, I I constantly ask the same question. I said, you're so frustrated with having to be patient with him because you're saying he's not moving, because you say he's not doing anything different, and and you've been waiting all this time. I said, didn't God have mercy on you? Wasn't his grace on you? Wasn't his favor on you? Mm. Wasn't with you, I said I don't understand. How is it? I said because the first time I asked, I just I just asked a question to, and just wanted to plant the seed. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go any further. Mm-hmm. And I said I, I presented it in the way and said, listen, I, when you're thinking about how he drives you crazy and he doesn't respond and he's not, you know, doing this, he's not doing it. I said I want you to think about how many years it took God to get your attention. Mm. Think about how long. God had to wait on you. Think about how long God had to overlook the things you did and just sit back and he waited for you. Think about the times when God blessed you anyway because this person, you know, every time, well, oh, I'm not doing nothing else and I'm not doing nothing else. And I'm gonna, I said, but God did for you anyway. I said, think about the way God yeah. treats us. This, this is piggybacking off of what you said, and I agree with you 100%. And so, you know, I left it there, and, and I thought, and was praying, you know, that this is this got across. And then after a while, I had to really come back and ask again. I was like, yo, 
why are you just all out of sorts here? I said, if God felt that way about you, where would you be? If you if mm. he had no patience or a limited level of patience with you, think about where you would be. I said, you grew up in church. You heard all wow. this stuff before. He did it. So, but here you are expecting, you know where he comes from. You know mm. the hesitation he had. You know how he was, you know, looking all over the Internet and, and pulling stuff. And you know how people go searching and so they grab onto everything and then it shifts them and blows them from two mm-hmm. and The Bible says, you know, back and forth and they believe one thing and then when they read something, that shifts them. I said, you didn't go through none of that. You didn't go through any mm. of that. I said, God put his, you know, put, introduced himself to you. I said, so you've known. I said, no, you never gave your life to God, but you clearly had one presentation of the Lord. This person did it, but yet mm. you have no patience. This, 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 the mountain has to move. I mean, later on, you know, we talked about it being there was another underlying issue as to why we had no mm-hmm. patience and things like that, and why we were so irritated and irritable and out of sorts. But the, 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 the basis of what I'm saying is, is just what you were saying. You know, wasn't it God's grace and mercy that, that mm-hmm. held on to you so that you could witness to this person? If God let you go, think about the fact if God let you go, could you have ever witnessed to this person? Oh if God said, I'm tired of talking to you, I'm tired of dealing with you, enough is enough, could you have even the little bit that you knew and you were secure on, could you present that to anyone else, primarily him? So we're not thinking, we're not thinking, Renita, of, of mm-hmm. all the times mm-hmm. when God put up with our junk and how yeah. we are so... I remember, I remember when, 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 you know... When he was coming to church, when he came to church, I would have this big blue glass plate for him. Big plate. Everybody had a regular plate. He had this big plate. And so he was cutting up for a while, and, and we didn't see him for a minute. And then after a while, when he came back, I got that same big blue glass plate, and I, I okay. served him again. And the whispers, and this is in church. This is in church. Yeah, was, yeah. Oh, when he come back, you know, he just get that same old blue plate. Yes, he does. You got a problem yes, with it, go talk to the Lord, because this ain't got nothing to do yeah. with what Stephanie feels or what Stephanie thinks or what Stephanie may even want to say. But I have to do what God has instructed me to do, and God has instructed me to do is to treat him just like that. Because, see, that's the way the world does you. The world adjusts based on what you do. And this is, what, this is why our marriages are failing, because we're making the same moves that the average individual makes. You better same move. The same move that we want to believe that we're different. Not only that, you touched on something else a little while ago, but I, I wanted to stop you, but I didn't. I let you flow. Here's what I wanted to talk about. How we are so patient with the world, but we're so impatient with him. Mm. Oh, we can give all the patience in yeah, the world to everybody else. All I always say, I think about this friend syndrome. I said, if your girlfriend's phone rings, it could run up the block around the corner. You wouldn't touch it. But if his phone rang two times in a row already, you looking over to him, well, who's that? Why are you not answering it? If we don't, we don't give them the same consideration, the same love, mm. the same treatment, the same level of patience, the same um, 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 unconditional 
treatment that we give this world. Everybody else has got an excuse. Everybody else, we can understand. But when it comes to him, nothing applies. That's, no, that's I'm not weird. like that because. I'm not like this because. And I'm watching you. I'm watching you with other people. You just give them all kind of leeway. But when it comes to him, everything, the, the, if yeah. he sneeze too hard, it's wrong. If he coughs and see, too he's hard, watching. it's wrong. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. no, you know how many men have said? You know how many men have said? Oh, well, Steph, this goes on and that goes on, and they don't say nothing, but as soon as I do it, he doesn't even have to tell me because I believe it because I see it myself. I've seen mm-hmm. it. I've heard it. I've been told about it. I've overheard the conversations. This, this is, and people don't understand. Again, we're going, you, your, the, the enemy tried to steal your husband with the use of drugs, but somebody else's testimony is with something else. But the components are the same when it comes to our behavior and our response. And it's very poor. We do a very poor job when it comes to our husbands. And let's talk about that mm. for a minute. You got a couple minutes before we go to prayer. Let's talk about that. Um, well, and see, see the, the, thing, the thing about it is, is that when, when, and you are absolutely right, we will we'll make the sessions or us sessions for our friends. You know, we'll, we'll, we're able to um, we're able to pick and choose who we want to give our grace and our mercy to. And when you said about the phone ringing and 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 people looking through the phone, that 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 was something that I. It, 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 listen, my mother always told me if you go looking for trouble, you're gonna find it. Just gonna find so, it. That's right. It's, that's right. It's gonna you. It's gonna it's gonna find you. It's gonna find it. That wasn't something that I did. I never looked through my husband's phone. I never, I never, I never uh, followed him, and I never tried to figure out where he was going because I didn't. Because what, that only thing that was going to do was hurt me. But what I right. did, that's I, right, that's I, right, I, that's right, that's right. And so why would I want to hurt? I love me too much to hurt me. So what mm-hmm. I did was I just sent, I just sent God, and if it's phone, Hey, oh. I never said, or if, he, or if he got up and left, I, I sent God. I said, Lord, you know where he's oh. going. You know who he's talking to. You know what he's doing. Right. God, you can fix this that's better right. than I ever could. That's right. And that's what that's I did. Right. I always sent God. I always, I always, because, right. because I knew that if I put my hand on it, because of the type of personality that I was, and I know that, that the enemy still tries to bring and that I've been delivered from, but he always tries to bring that thing back up, I knew that it was going to be destruction. So right. I couldn't, I could right. not, I could not go follow him to, to wherever he was going. There was no way in the world I would do that because I knew that I couldn't. And then and then I, I would dare have more patience with my friends than I would have for my husband. Right. I would, I would dare not. I had to prove to him that the Lord, like you said, I had to prove to him that the Lord loved him. I had to speak. Oh, and then this is the thing. I had to, to speak over him and as well as the same time speak over myself. Right, but the right. but the, when the Bible says right. that 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 sweet and 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 sour or, or or hot and cold don't come from the same fountain, if it, we I can't be lukewarm today. I, I couldn't I could be cold today and hot to, and 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 hot tomorrow. I had to I, regardless. I had to know what I stood for and stand for what the word said. 
so so right. I was not I, I wanted I wanted him to see the love of Christ. I wanted him to know that God loved him regardless, and 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 not chase him down. I couldn't say today I love you and then argue with you about who you're talking on the phone to. That's right. I would just <laughs> no, I would just. <laughs> It's so true. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It is so true. Oh my gosh. It is so true. Ah, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. I want to give you a chance to talk about this book. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to shift prayer to now. Okay? okay. And and that way we have a couple of extra minutes um so that you can cuz since it's directly um connected to your uh testimony and what you're giving us tonight. Um, I want to definitely give you an opportunity to talk about it. So let's get away from those TVs. Let's get away from those children. Let's go into our prayer closet, into our war room, wherever, and let's seek the Lord on behalf of our husbands and just let's join hands and join hearts um, at this moment. Let us bow our heads to Heavenly Father. We come before you, God, and we, as always, I can't say anything to you before I say thank you. Thank you for even thinking of us, dear Heavenly Father, looking beyond Mm. our faults and finding our needs at all times, dear Heavenly Father. Lord, a blessing, another blessing you have Mm. come through with tonight, another miracle you have shown to us tonight, God. When we thought that you couldn't, when we thought that you wouldn't, when we never gave you a chance, when we were hesitant, Mm. when we took too long getting there, you have shown us to Heavenly Father that all we need to do is submit and come to you, and you will Mm. freely handle everything, God. You will handle it, but Lord, when you got to work through us and outside of us and and, and, and work all around the nonsense that we're going Mm. through, God, it just shifts your work, dear Heavenly Father, but we're happy to hear that, if, that, that, that even at this magnitude of a troubled mm. soul, dear Heavenly Father, that my you God, stepped God. in and gave us an understanding as to what what God means. And we mm. say thank you, God. We say thank, thank you. you because thank you. you chose us to give this testimony to tonight, dear Heavenly Father. You, you could have yes. left, left us where we were. You could have left oh, us God. in the darkness. You could have left us oh, troubled. God. You could have left us yes. sinful. You could have left us no, angry. Jesus. You could have left us yes. in any other way that other than relieved. You have mm. relieved the situation right here and right now. And I pray over every individual that will yes, ever listen to this yes. broadcast. And I Speak and declare relief. Relief from the struggle. Relief from the bound, the binding. Relief from Mm. just giving us freedom, dear Heavenly Father, from being at the enemy's grip, dear Heavenly Father. Freedom over our husband. Freedom over us, dear Heavenly Father. We have learned tonight what it is to surrender to you, God. We have learned what it is, dear Heavenly Father, to not speak out of turn. We have learned, dear Mm. Heavenly Father, what it is to just keep our mouths closed, the second mouth and the fourth mouth, dear Heavenly Father. We have learned, dear Heavenly Father, how to step aside and let you be you and let 
like you were, dear Heavenly Father. We have learned, dear Heavenly Father, through our sister Renita, dear Heavenly Father, what it is to not just throw your hands up, but to lift your hands up, dear Heavenly Father, in surrender, in amazement of what and who you are, God. We have learned what it is to lift our hands up and let Jesus, who died for this very reason, take control and let his blood wash and Mm. do the job it was originally designed to do. We have learned to say yes to your will and yes to your way. We have learned Mm. to just take out all of the nasty and replace it with good. We have learned how to shift our words, dear Heavenly Father. We have learned what we need to take to Him and what we need to bring to you, God. So we say thank you, Heavenly Father, because again, you didn't have to do it, but you did. Anyway, dear Heavenly Father, every person who is listening, God, whether male or female, young or old, near or far, God has a different situation they're dealing with, God, but one thing we know for sure that you are always God, and you can work at any situation at any time, at the same time, dealing with multiple situations, and there are no casualties at war, Mm. dear Heavenly Father, as long as we give you Everything to Heavenly Father, not 50%, not 80%, not 10%, not 99%, not 99 and a half. But when we take and give you everything, God, that you can do the things that you need to do, dear God. So we say thank you, God, for sending us Sister Renita. Thank you for sending us her husband, dear Heavenly Father, that he would willingly be used as an example for our learning, for our undertaking, for our advancement into the kingdom, dear Heavenly Father, because we sure couldn't get there by the behavior we were doing before, dear God. So we ask you to bless their marriage. We ask you to bless their lives. We ask you to bless their family. We ask you to bless the ministry, dear Heavenly Father, and that they would always continue to look to you and that their lives are a living example to everybody else who they come across, dear Heavenly Father. And we say thank you. We say thank thank you. you, And we say thank you. We thank you for her obedience tonight, dear Heavenly Father. We thank you for the fire that's inside of her to see souls drawn to you. She's not just drawing her husband. She is drawing souls to you, dear Heavenly Father, just because she's put a position herself to be used by you. So we say thank you. We ask you to bless every listener and that they would tell of your goodness and they would invite someone else to listen so they could be blessed as well. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, Now, I want you, you have two minutes, two and a half, three minutes. To talk about your book. Amen. Well, I am um, a proud author of Broken Alabaster Box. And um, this book really talks about my life and the struggles that I've gone through. Um, and it talks about how um, even when, you, when you're going through the struggles of life and with um, husbands uh, that have had, that has addictions and those type of things, how you're depressed and how you um, have suicidal thoughts and, 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 and and sometimes you end up with bipolar conversations and how God can deliver you. And this is exactly what this book is about. It talks about how um, how before the beginning of time, uh, before, I, well, before I was born, how the enemy had an abortion 
uh, order out on me and how I was broken before I was even born. And but 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 God, but God saw through. And um, it just talks about how I I just went through all the hell that I went through, but but I was able to to to, to stand and to stick with God. And how my my alabaster box was broken, and I was walking around, and people actually thought that I was actually okay because I was very pretty on the outside, and I had my pearls on and my hair done and all of that. But all the all along, I was broken, and no one I went undetected, and no one could see my brokenness. And all of my, I felt like my self-worth was, was seeping out. But all the time that uh, that my value seemed to be seeping out, it, God was pouring in his, 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 his anointing and his holiness back into me. And, um, and, and the name of the, again, the name of the book is Broken Alabaster Box. And you can buy this book on renitahoof.com. That's R-E-N-I-T-A-H-O-O-F.com. You can also purchase it barnesandnoble.com and, um, and as well as on Amazon. And here in Little Rock, Arkansas, you can go to the Pyramid Bookstore and you can buy it on Wright Avenue. But um, it, this, it, every young woman and even, uh, even young men in all, all ages really can, can really benefit from the book. I go into uh, Chapter 9, so many married couples tell me how much they love Chapter 9 because I really talk about pornography and, and how when that brings in another spirit into your relationship and how you'll end up um, having relations without your husband because you because you because because of the lust of the flesh has come in. And so it's just a magnificent story of the redemption of God and, and what God has done in my life. And every woman, every man needs to read this book. Amen. And um, you know, I don't I generally don't do that. I generally don't um tell wow. people give them an opportunity about their book because if I do it for one I have to do it for all. However, mm-hmm. um considering that this particular um occasion is what it is, mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, the Spirit of the Lord is, you know, directed me to do so. Mm-hmm. Um so um, you know, it, it's 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 extremely um, a powerful story. It is no less powerful than yeah. anyone else's, but it is powerful in its own right. And I'm sure yeah. it will. I'm telling you, as I listen to you tonight, I myself, um, the mm-hmm. Lord definitely dealt with me on several things. And again, you know, when you're mm-hmm. hosting, um, it's 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 not it's different than a person who's just sitting there listening. Um, because mm-hmm, you have to mm-hmm. participate, you got to pay attention. And me, I am a close attention payer. Um, yes, I am in, in, in that saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. you know, um, I, you got two minutes to give um, our listeners, um, especially our women, um, a powerful word about prayer. How powerful prayer is when it comes to the enemy trying to steal our husband using anything. Amen. Um, The one thing about prayer you have to understand is that prayer is your communication. It is a tool. It is a, it is, um, it is something that the enemy cannot take from you. There is a secret part, a secret place, and you can get in that secret place and there's a, it's, it's, it's a download. It's where God downloads his, 
his direction, and he downloads um, his communication. When, and and then this, this is the wonderful thing about it is, just like a, um, a, a, um, the, the, the device in your car that gives you direction, Siri or whoever, uh, the, the Google Maps, when if, if God is telling you and it's putting you on track, and if you don't hear anything from God, even when you go in prayer, even when you're in a secret place, even when you're in your secret closet, and you don't hear anything from God, what he's telling you is he's telling you to keep the, keep the course. Stay on track. Don't turn left. Don't turn right. Just keep going from the last message that I told you or the last instruction. And that's what God wants. He wants us to get in, to, to come to him. And see, and this is the thing that I always tell the women um, in the church, and I tell the women, that the young women that I deal with. See, when, you have, when, it's when, when your body, like if you have to wake up in the morning to go to the restroom, listen, God will use your kidneys to wake you up to pray. He will use so he will use anything that he can do to wake you up so you can get in his presence. So don't don't always think it's just that it's time for you to go to the restroom. If it's two o'clock you get up and you get in your secret place. You get on your knees because he's waiting because he wants to have a relationship of he wants to commune with you. He wants you to come to him in the midnight hour. Because 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 during the midnight hour when it's calm and that's the cool of the night, he wants to talk to you. He wants you to listen. And this is where he's cultivating his voice that you can because the Bible says that a stranger's voice you won't you won't follow. But if you never hear his voice, if you never take time out to pray his word, if you never take time out to trust him and commune with him, then how do you know he who, who he is? And that's during those times where he's telling you to wake up and he's telling you to come. Just come and lay before me. Come and commune. Come and sup with me. And when you do that, that's when the devil, see, when you praise and pray, the devil, he, he gets confused. He, it gets him off because he don't know. It makes him, because he's distraught because he doesn't know what to do. Because you, you, right. you and, and, and it gives you comfort when you pray. It gets you, 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 you're able to become settled and established when you pray. And, and, and he does a thing in you when you pray. And, and I want to encourage every woman that you need to always have a prayer life with him. You have to have a prayer life. That's the only way that you can make it through, through, through this life and through this journey is to have a relationship. And having that relationship is, is when, you get, get, when you get alone and you talk to him. Amen, amen, amen. Now listen now, this is 11 years of 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 experience. This is um experience um in dealing with um someone who was ensnared by drugs and now she said she had had the best 7 years of her life. And then the best seven. She got she yeah. then she got this monkey wrench thrown in. But you know what? God used that to build who she was. God used that to to strengthen his relationship with her, as you heard her say. If you think you've missed anything in this particular segment, I advise you to go back and I advise you to listen. I want to give you a scripture, and it's taken from Galatians 5, and it's 19 through 21, and it says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, mm. fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, 
just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And that's supposed to be our mm. goal, right, Sister Renita? Is to make that's it into exactly the kingdom. Right. But here's the thing that, that, that Sister Renita brought to us tonight. Not only did she talk about her husband going through those things, but she also talked about her going through some of those mm. things as well. And again, you know, we always say, well, murder, murder is... No, you can kill somebody's spirit. Just yeah. by what you do. So it's equivalent of just putting a gun to their head and murdering them. So let me just remind you that it's never too late. It's never too late. God knows it's not too late, which is exactly why he gave us all these powerful women of God. Go knock on her door. Renita Huff. H-O-O-F. Renita Hoff, and let her know how she's been a blessing to you. Go on Coach for Christian Life and let us know how we're a blessing to you. Please go on Blog Talk Radio and follow us. That way it's an indicator that, you know, we, we are blessing, that God is blessing you through this ministry. The enemy is mad right now, y'all, because yeah, God has just opened up another avenue to save yeah. you and to save your husband and to save your children. He's mad right now, but that's all right. Just stand firm in who you yeah. know is the end all and be all, the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. And I promise mm-hmm. you, you will not go wrong. I don't care what is going on with your husband. As long as, like Sister Renita said, you maintain a prayer life and a relationship with God, there is nothing he can't mm-hmm. do. I love you all. I miss you when I don't talk to you. God spares. We're on again next week. Please go back and listen to any one of these broadcasts that you've that you've missed or you've heard because the blessing is there. Go and love your husbands the way God has given you to love your husband. God bless. Bye-bye. Woo! My goodness. Wow, 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 wow. Mm, mm, mm. Was that me? Wow. Amazing and amazing and amazing and amazing episode. Powerful, uh, blessed, touched, you know, giving God thanks that, you know, we we have that in our archives. That was from May 16th, 2018. And who would have thought that the time would come that we would be replaying that um, in its entirety, in its entirety for today. For today, but somebody needed that today, and I have to tell you, I needed it today. I needed it today. Um, definitely a, a stimulant. You know, I listened to it yesterday, and as I was listening to it, the Lord, you know, directed that I needed to play that because more than Stephanie needed to hear it. And I give God thanks because, you know, I don't get an opportunity much to go back and listen to those. Uh, episodes, but listening yesterday really, really, really stimulated something in me, and, you know, I always tell you to go back and listen, I always tell you to go back and listen, because, you know, it, it's, it's, 
there's always something. There was always something in every single episode. And it seemed to have been when we got to the enemy tried to steal my husband blank and each lady filled in her own blank, that there was just this vengeance, this anger, this, you know, um, she was coming back. She was fighting back. And we, we've got to fight. We've got to fight. We've got to fight. You know, we've got to fight for our life, period. And, you know, giving God thanks for every single individual, every single individual who has ever come and been a blessing to us. Go back and listen. You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank our sister Renita Hoof for blessing us four years ago. Thank you for hanging out with us today, and just I pray that you would not just be a hearer, but a doer of God's word. Please do not miss this opportunity to accept Christ as your personal Savior right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to strengthen your relationship with the Lord right now, because later is not promised to any of us. Until tomorrow, God spares with Freestyle Friday. It has been one therapeutic Thursday. Until then, I love you.